0: Folks, this is Jacob. I'm the pastor of King's Cross Church here in Manchester, New Hampshire. And we are doing our devotional through the book of Colossians. And we're in chapter one. And I'm going to read for us verses nine to fourteen. And we are going to meditate on verse eleven today. And so, from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding. So as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power, according to his glorious might, for all endurance and patience, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the, of the saints in light. He has delivered you, he has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us. Into the kingdom of his beloved son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. We're going to focus on verse eleven this morning, where he he says the second part of his prayer for them is that they would be strengthened with all power, according to God's glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy. I, the thing that strikes me first about this verse is quite simply that I wish it didn't end the way it does. <laughs> He says, I want you to be strengthened with all power, uh, all of God's glorious might, and all his power, I would like it to say, for victory, or for success, or for something else that seems triumphant. And Paul, uh, being the sober-minded pastor that he is, he, uh, it feels a little bit flat in the sense of where I want it to land and where it does land. Hey, I want you to be strengthened with all of God's power for endurance and patience. I I wish it ended a different way, but I think Paul says this because, frankly, he is a wiser, older, more mature Christian than I am. Um, This is one of those things that you sit down on the front porch and your granddad says to you when you're 10 years old and you wish that it wasn't true, only to find out when you hit your 30s, that he was wiser than he knew, than you knew. Paul prays for us to be strengthened with all of God's glorious might, for endurance and patience with joy. A couple things that we see here is that Christian growth is always an uphill battle. I find this in my own life that Christian growth should be a downhill slope. I should just kind of do this easily. And yet, I find that Christian growth is always an uphill battle, and that's why it is uh, I get discouraged most often. My own growth is slow, is trudging. If you've ever been hiking in the White Mountains, or frankly hiking anywhere, you know what it's like to uh, do cutbacks back and forth, back and forth up a mountain, and you can feel like I am getting nowhere. Uh, that is part of that is because uh, national, uh, the national. Uh, directives for how to set a hike is that it can have no higher than a five-degree grade on how high you go. And I wonder if that is a part of what Paul is uh, pointing out to us here. God has set our path for growth most often at a slope, but it's at a grade that we can continue and plod through. It will get us somewhere, but it's always uphill. And then another thing here is that... Um, Strength is always provided for those who are on God's path of upward growth in Christ. One of the questions I want us to kind of think through here, and this might get us into the full the full power of what Paul is praying for us, is what type of endurance and patience uh, is Paul praying for us here? I think one of the things to kind of pull out here is that endurance, what's the difference between endurance and patience? Endurance, you might say, is What's going on on the inside? I am enduring these things that are happening outside of me. It is the circumstances that are causing frustrations, anxieties, fears, struggles on the inside and I am enduring this onslaught from the outside. And then the way somebody looks at it, looks at me or looks at you, it's perceived as patience. They see me being patient. They can never fully, even my wife and my kids, can never fully understand the endurance, though they certainly had the closest seat into seeing what my endurance is on the inside. Only God sees the endurance on the inside of everything that's going on, of all the onslaughts, but it is perceived as patience by others. And so Paul is saying, in your Christian growth, in your life, the adversaries that we work through, the the difficulties that that we encounter, we need to be strengthened with all power According to God's glorious might, God, in a sense, flexes his arms when we are at our weakest. Now, one question I do want to touch on briefly here is, who is this verse for, and how should we not use this verse? This verse is for Christians in our general life together. In our general life and uh, following Jesus, we will face adversarial In difficult circumstances. We will have things come up that we do not expect. We will lose jobs. We will get sick. We will have family troubles. We will have church struggles. What this verse is not intended to do is to say, whatever circumstances are going on, all of them, you must only endure and have patience. Specifically, I'm thinking of those in abusive situations where they have an abusive spouse or some sort of con- situation like that. Maybe it's an abusive uh, boss or some degree from uh, mild to extreme form of abuse. This this verse is not saying your only response must be to endure and have patience. So the wife who is being abused by her husband, uh, she needs to endure and be patient and that's the only response is the way some may use this, and that's absolutely not what this verse is saying. In fact, the endurance and patience that she may need will come after she has gotten safe and gotten to the authorities and gotten the the correct civil government authorities involved. She will still need this verse, though. She needs to get safe, and she needs to bring justice, and she needs to fight for her own um, identity and fight for her own rights. That is absolutely the way she should respond, or the spouse, But, she will eventually need endurance because she will continue to be lied about, she will continue to be uh, harassed, she will continue to have to endure many other hardships that come after getting safe and finding justice. So this verse still applies, but it's not to say those in abusive situations must only endure and must only be patient. There are other things involved in that scenario. But to get back to this verse and what it means for our life today, Paul prays that we must be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might because, frankly, the true and happy Christians are those who have been weaned off of their own strength and their own control and their own insistence on having things their way. We find this most powerfully true in Psalm 55. In Psalm 55, it might feel very um, familiar to us if you have experienced uh, betrayals or hardship he starts out psalm 55 with give ear give ear to my prayer O god and hide not yourself from my plea attend to me and answer me i am restless in my complaint and i moan because of the noise of the enemy because of the oppression of the wicked they drop trouble upon me and in anger they bear a grudge against me this sounds like the type of prayer that paul is praying for them to experience and receive god's power and glorious might so that they might endure and be patient. The psalm ends, verse 22, Cast your burdens on the Lord, and He will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. This is what this verse in Colossians one eleven is aiming at, casting your burdens onto God's strength. What does that look like? Often that looks like not responding in the way that you wish you could not lashing out in the ways that might be understandable and justified it might be praying through your anxiety and venting those things at god and with trusted friends as a way of finding grace and help rather than a facebook post or a rant or whatever else of, of other way of that's understandable of expressing those things james smith I frankly don't even know who this guy is, other than that a friend sent this quote to me recently. A tried Christian is likely to be a stable Christian. Very few who walk in a smooth path are either remarkably spiritual, or extremely useful, or very happy. That's his kind of getting at what this verse is about. Those who walk in a smooth path and have an easy life, are never remarkable spiritual people that know Jesus deeply and know the joy of His strength over their own strength, know the joy of His provision against all odds for their needs. And those who do not know that experience, frankly, are not very happy people. Isn't it strange that the happiness that Paul holds out for us here is packaged in endurance and patience? There is a gift of joy that God has for you in finding His strength and power with endurance with co-workers, endurance with children, endurance with viruses, endurance with pandemics, endurance with political figures, endurance with family, endurance with neighbors. There is a package inside those endurances that is the only type of joy that God's strength can give you. And so He prays that for them. How will the Lord use these circumstances today, whether it's COVID-19, your kids, your work, how will God use these circumstances to increase your joy through His might for your endurance in these circumstances? How will your endurance be used by the Lord today to increase your joy and His strength for you? I pray that this characterizes our spiritual life in Jesus more and more. That we will be strengthened, and that we will not be surprised or shocked when we must endure, but rather, in the endurance, search out the joy of God's strength for us. Would you go today, in the name of the Father, and Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.